All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Coming in hot is presented by Botano. The game starts now. Here are your hosts, Brent Wallace, Jason York, and Bobby Ryan. A happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to Coming in Hot, presented by Botano. Brent Wallace, alongside former Ottawa Senators uh, Bobby Ryan, who once again is in an undisclosed location, and Jason York, who is uh, in his Speedo in Florida. <laughs> you got it, yeah. Good morning, good morning. Hey, um, I hate to do this right out of the top of the show, because I know that we don't want to get off the rails, but... Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We, uh, York and I tend to take a lot of shit for not getting our stuff together and getting early and doing some research, but we did some digging here. <laughs> um, this can't be good. Can we fire it up, Gavin? Can we fire our board up? There's a rumor going around that uh, <laughs> oh! somebody's birthday today. Uh, big one, Yorkie. Shut it. The big, it the, big the big, crusty 5-0. Brent Wallace <laughs> is 50 years old today. Oh, oh my God. If you're 50, what's Bob and I? Well, Bob's at least 25, and I got to be 35. Like, if you're 50, <laughs> the way you conduct yourself. This, this is this show is over. We had well, to, uh, yeah, we did we did a little digging. So, happy birthday to our to our host and the guy that holds <laughs> it together while we're traveling or moving or holding our microphones, whatever. <laughs> whatever it might be. <laughs> Uh, Gavin, Gavin, get that graphic up again. That's too good. That needs a little bit. You gotta let, that's like that's like the wine I had last night. Gotta let this breathe for a while. That's so good. Great, Gavin, our producer. Great job on the graphics there. That's that is the the caricature of Wally that everybody loves. Everybody's come to know and unanimously voted 
that's what you got we got it we got to brand this and get some t-shirts with that character i would love I that I, you know what right. i think this should be my next year's christmas card um <laughs> and then <laughs> we'll just go ahead and say i think there's a poll that's going to follow this up that'll be live here pretty soon i think there's a poll that's being thrown out there so everybody if you could follow yorkie on twitter there's a, there's one coming out but happy birthday to our guy happy 50th buddy yeah, happy birthday, I appreciate it. Thank you. Yep, I, I'm yep. just shocked that this is the time you took to actually research something. We could be going over all kinds of depth charts or player profile. No, we'll just deal with, you, yep. with how yep. old I am. We took might three be, minutes for you, buddy. Yeah, I might be distracted for the next five minutes too. So, everyone that's listening, you check my Twitter. I'm gonna have a nice poll <laughs> in honor of Wally's birthday coming up here, probably oh, in a, ten minutes. This is get that going. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Happy birthday, Wally. Happy uh, birthday. Thank you. Gentlemen. We'll get back on the rails. I, I appreciate that. I will remember this. Don't you worry. Um. So, okay, hang on. Let's since we got a break. Uh, this show presented by Botano. Go to Botano.ca. I'm going to try and fill this all in. We have like a three and a half hour show plan. Uh, Botano.ca, the EGR award winner for best sportsbook operator of the year, uh, best uh, in-play sports operator, in-house product award, best mobile sports product award, and marketing campaign award. Uh, Botano uh, is really where it's all at. Uh, they have the uh, number one rated downloaded app uh, among gaming consoles and um, uh, app stores. So anyway. Uh, I'm all off here because I wasn't planning on any of this. So uh, go to Botano, <laughs> the most in-game betting, uh, including today's lock of the day, which uh, eerily has all of us starting to get closer to one another as we all make the wrong picks. Uh, Botano, the game starts now. And now the show starts. Um, and this is all where Yorkie speaks for the next three and a half hours on Jacques Martin and what he brings to the organization. Because yesterday, as you know, it was announced that Jacques Martin was returning after a 20-year absence away from the Ottawa Senators. Now, I'm just going to point out people like, what does he bring? We'll get to the advisor part in a sec. But in his eight full seasons in Ottawa, so he came in in mid-replacement the year before. But this is eight full seasons. His team was sixth in winning percentage, seventh in goals against, 16th in save percentage, ninth in power play, seventh in penalty kill, third in goals four per game, and fourth in shots per game. People forget the offensive side. This is just the point to make that he's basically coached them to a top 10 for eight years. That's how good he was. We talk about details. He was all in on details, and that's exactly what ended up happening and what this team needs right now are details. Yorkie, I will defer to you to give me your assessment of bringing in someone with very articulate and very, very smart. Yeah, I think you, la you laid it out pretty well with, with uh, what Jacques brings. So when I first had Jacques, it was when I got traded to Ottawa. I, I had been in, and, and I've... Just to tee this up, I've played for a lot of different coaches. I played for Scotty Bowman, Brian Murray, Barry Trott, Ron Wilson, Barry Melrose, I've had Dave Lewis. I've had all kinds of coaches. And I will tell you this, the most prepared, detail-oriented guy I have ever played for is Jacques Martin. Wow. So if you, look, if, if, if you look at where the Ottawa Senators, what they're lacking right now, and you have to say it's 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 the small little plays in, in in games where you see breakdowns, you see some poor defensive decisions, you see players uh, not manage the puck well. You hear that term a lot in, in the NHR. Right? We didn't manage the puck well tonight, and and that's why 
like everybody uses the word structure, but structure could mean so many different things to a lot of, a lot of different people. The one, the one thing Jacques Martin really preaches is you'll get your offense from playing good defense. If, if you take care of your own zone and then once you get the puck, you make good decisions with it. You don't try and force plays that aren't there. And with really skilled players, as Bob would tell you, sometimes that's a tough thing to sell because great players are always going to try and maybe beat a guy one-on-one. Uh, and that's fine, but it's Jacques very good at teaching players when's the when is the right time to use your skill. And a lot of a lot of a lot of coaches that are defensive minded will say, I don't mind if you use your skill, but don't use it at the blue line when you're trying to beat three guys. I don't mind if you're going to try a one-on-one, but 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 make your decisions better. And that's basically what it comes down to. That's what really good coaches do. They teach you the right times to 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 use what kind of skill set you have. And, and he's also really good at identifying, hey, this is your role. Because a lot of players will think they're some kind of player. But they're not. And and good coaches will tell them, this is exactly what I expect from you. This is what I want you to do. And he makes it very clear. So the, the thing with Jacques is he's coming in as an advisor role. So it's going to be a little bit different. But a lot of people are, is he going to have any say? Of course he's going to have say. Michael Anlauer is not hiring and Steve Stales, Jacques Martin to sit here and sit on his hands and knees. <laughs> like He's going to have some say. And we're talking about this before with the podcast here. It'll be more of you, you come in and and you, you you watch the game and and you add your your two cents after the game. But uh, no, he's just he's very detail oriented, and it's 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 even to the fact where we used to practice dumping the puck in, and if you didn't do it right, you had to do it again. Jacques would sit at the blue lines, and he had this little old Peter Forsberg wood stick. <laughs> And you had to skate by Jacques, chip the puck by him. And if you didn't chip it exactly two feet off the ice and a perfect angle, you did it again. Like just little, mm-hmm. little tiny details that when you add up all those details, it just increases your percentage of winning by that much. And that's what he's all about. He's, he's you know, he used to get a reputation for being a guy that was too quiet and wasn't fire enough, but. People didn't see Jacques behind the behind closed doors. Man, he was he was hard on guys. And, but but he if if he was hard on you, he was doing it for a reason. And I'll tell you, <clears throat> I didn't realize it till after I left Ottawa how good of a coach he actually was. And I'm like, holy cow, this guy made me a better player because he challenged me. He did this, he did that. But I think it's a great ad. He brings a lot of a lot of good things. But the number one thing is his attention to detail, and that's why he's been able to. That's why he coached so long. That's why he got good results. And uh, while you weren't here yet, and Bob, you're you're a little younger, but those early Ottawa teams we had were very average teams. But in five years, I never missed the playoffs, not once. And the reason we made the playoffs is because we never beat ourselves. We would never beat ourselves. We would always be patient, but we had to play. We didn't have a lot of talent, so it'll be interesting to see you know, like, like his effect on a guy like Tim Stutzler, his effect on a guy like Josh Norris, what he can help to those types of players. And as you know, you look at Marion Hossa guys, I, I, I maintain Marion Hossa is one of the best two-way players of his generation. Marion Hossa learned the game from Jacques Martin. So that, that tells you a lot right there. I yeah. always felt 
uh, that Hosa should have got more Selkie attention for the way he played the game, but that's that's a whole other yeah. story. Uh, yeah. When it comes to Jacques, I arrived in the 98-99 season. So you guys were already – he had made you a wagon by then, and it was fun to watch. You're like, oh, this is this is typical the way things are. You find out much <laughs> later, it's not. But his – like, I just remember sitting in the stands, and people would – I know players would complain about practice in the sense that repetitive, <laughs> do it over and over again. But you yeah, guys yeah. were you, – but your transition game in the neutral zone, people are like, yeah, oh, you don't yeah, score any goals. So you're good. so dull and boring defensively. No, you're they can't get through the neutral zone, and all of a sudden you're scoring five goals a game. To think yeah. that you guys were third over an eight-year span of being offensive um, just shows a how good defense. You guys just didn't give up anything. Ron Tugnan yeah. and Damian Rhodes, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> led the league in goals yeah. against average one year. It was this like was a, our, two, a 250 or 280, some ridiculous number. Listen, we made, we made the playoffs with Wade Redden, who was a rookie, Lance Pitlick, and I love Pitter, but Pitter had just came from the minors. I was just getting my feet wet in the NHL. Yanni Lokanen was an unproven defenseman. We had a, a an older Steve Duchesne. Like, it was just – it wasn't – like, this was a team where we just had to play the right way. And then as then as guys got older, like Hosa got older, uh, Havlak came in. Bonk. Bonk. Gash. Rat Bonk was a really good two-way player. Jacques Martin had a lot to do with that, so – you know, and we, we haven't even mentioned the fact, fellows, and we talked about this before we came on, is Jacques won two cups as the D coach for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, so I, I, I find one of the one of his – I mentioned helping some of the forwards, but I, I, I think it will have a nice impact with a lot of the young defensemen on this team of, of helping – just putting – adding his two cents with giving some little advice here and there with, 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 with the defenseman because he's, he's been on an NHL bench. He's been a head coach. He's been a D coach. Um, so it's going to be a nice, you know, stable guy watching. And I, I think it'll be good for guys like a Brandstrom, like as well as Sanderson's played, even a guy like Sanderson, just something a little bit different that maybe it hasn't been said to these guys so far. And I, and I, I think it's going to be very invaluable. That's where I think your, your last two sentences after listening for I, I forgot to set my stopwatch for how long you were going to go on that. <laughs> well, he told me to go. Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. No, he gave you the leash. Um, so that's on Wally. But no, uh, the last two things you said there. It's, it's time for these guys to hear a different voice. Tell them something different than what they've heard for the last however many years. Even the young guys that are, are relatively newer. And you look at the two newest guys are arguably two of the most important. Well, right now they are the most important guys in Chicker and Sanderson with, with Chavi being out, but they need to hear something different. They need to be told something different. They need to hear it differently, whatever it might, it's just another set of eyes, another voice that carries to those guys because voices get stale. That's not a, yeah. the, that's you've been in the locker rooms. You know how that goes. Voices just get stale. You get tired of hearing the same thing from the same person. And now you have somebody with a pedigree coming in that's proven he can win, that is proven he knows his defensive structure as well as anybody, um, I think it's a great hire. I think it's great for those guys to have somebody else to come down and have tell them, hey, this is what I'm seeing as eye in the sky. It's it's a phenomenal hire. Now we can go into the fact that whether we hired a replacement. <laughs> or, okay, or, wait, hang on, hang on. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm, I'm, I was going to tee it up. But – but uh, well, before we before we get to the replacement uh, stuff, uh, 
his wealth of knowledge for people that just don't understand is uh, it started. He's won a Mem Cup. Uh, he's a Jack Adams Award winner. He is two-time gold medal winner. He's a two-time Stanley Cup winner with Pittsburgh. This guy, and he's been a general manager. He's he's been with nine different organizations. He's just an encyclopedia. I know those are books we used to use a long time ago, kids. Uh, he's an encyclopedia <laughs> of knowledge. I just I can't uh, express how much I think this is a great deal just to have him around to talk to. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs hired Paul McLean for a couple of seasons. He was an advisor to them. Ken Hitchcock was an advisor. I think he's still with Edmonton, if I'm not mistaken, but he's an advisor. There are several teams that use these positions just as sounding boards. And uh, I'll give you, and just to say, we're talking about the success we've had. Uh, we'll go to the DoorDash. Uh, sorry, Wendy's, did you know? Just to explain a little more uh, Jacques Martin's history, but Wendy's is letting you win real food uh, all year with your fantasy teams. This year in the Wendy's Daily Faceoff Survivor Pool, just go to dailyfaceoff.com, click on the Survivor Pool icon. Uh, for those of you dreaming, smoking the competition, Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of winning combination. But here's the big secret to lineups. It's all syrup dishes like Wendy's new limited edition chicken strips and French toast sticks. Sometimes the best teammates are the ones you'd least expect. Uh, sign up today. Daily face-off survivor pool to win weekly prizes with the new chicken strips and French toast sticks from Wendy's at the Wendy's app. Did you know Jacques Martin ranks 17th all-time in games coached with 1,294 uh, the 1999 Jack Adams Award winner is 22nd in wins with 613, which is ironic being in the 613 area code. Uh, Martin also ranks 25th in playoff victories as a head coach. He's just really good. I, I can't say enough of how good I think this move is. Now, Bobby, to your point, did they possibly hire a midseason replacement? Because if they did, like by hiring Jacques, there is no pressure to move him to the bench because he's a senior advisor. But if all goes south, you're like, holy, we got Jacques here who can run a bench, who's done it all. We can just slide him in. I don't think that they trust necessarily the three guys they have, obviously, of getting this turned around or fixed without some help, obviously. Well, for Bob? me, it's twofold. I think, yeah, sorry. Um, I, I think they did. But I don't think their intention was for him to be the guy stepping in. I think that that's he's just an insurance right. policy. That's all. That's it. Hey, we have a guy that's that's in the sky, that's up in the press box, that can come down and step behind the bench. He also, he's he's not young, so he might not want to be a head coach anymore. He might want to be in that role that he's in, where he can where he can lend knowledge and advice and things like that I, I i don't know the dynamics so i don't know and it, it's kind of one of those things you don't want to comment on but i do think it's a very nice insurance policy and i don't think it is something that went unnoticed when ann lauer and Steos were making this higher i think that they realized hey jock there's a possibility that you might get the last 40 games of this season to write the ship a little bit and then we give you a trial and that's how it goes um, exactly that's no my that's my thought. Yes, that's my thought process. It, it, with 40 games left, if, if shit hits the fan, you have a person that can step in and say, hey, the last 40 games, we're going to build on these things. And he starts to put in the attention to detail, the defensive zone, the structure that we talk about that we're looking that we're lacking. Um, but I don't think that the intention was to hire him as a replacement coach. I think he's just a very nice insurance policy and somebody that can give you a knowledge, um, you know, a, a ton of knowledge. That's now, just me. That's my thought process. As somebody that. who's close to that age, uh, as you guys have tried to point out today, <laughs> I, 
I don't know that 71 is that big of a deal. I, I just think for him, he gets, it's almost like being a grand a grandfather. You get to look after the baby for a bit. And then when you got to do serious stuff, you just hand the baby back and you don't have to change <laughs> diapers or do anything. It's yeah. to that, to me, where he gets to offer up all his opinions and say, I think you should do this, do this, do this. You guys go figure it out if you want to do it or not. And then he just gets to sit and enjoy watching the game and break it down. Like he's such a student of the game, which is why he was on team Canada was to break down video and to break down the other team to make you understand how to play the game. I just think it's invaluable the way he can teach, but I'm not yeah, sure. No. <laughs> I, like, I don't know that we're necessarily going to see Jacques. I, well, if all goes well, we don't see Jacques Martin on the bench. Yeah. But no, no, no. I, I, I don't, I, I don't think we're going to see him on the bench unless things really go south. I, I think he's here. Uh, as exactly what we said earlier, it's, it, it's to be a second set of eyes give a different spin on things, give his two cents and probably look at probably I'll, knowing Jacques, he's already gone through a ton of game tape and looked at stuff and he's yep. going to have some recommendations of, of what he's seeing. And, and uh, it's tough too, as you got, you have three coaches in there right now, Jacques coming in and, you know, I, I don't see it as a situation where you come in right away. Okay. You're changing this, 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 and that, like, it's, it's not going to, that's not going to work well if you, if you just come in and do that. I think this is going to be a process that takes time. And I sound like Jock, you got to stick to the process. Everything's a process. <laughs> there's no doubt. There's no doubt this is going to be good. Um, but no, it's I, he's going to look at games and it'll be more of conversations after the games. And we'll see how things go for the centers the next little while. Like their last two games have been pretty good. So. I know people will say, well, this is just it's inconsistent. Well, let's let's see how things go for the next little while. And as Bob said, this is a nice little insurance policy to have if, if things do go really south again. At least you have boots on the ground, somebody that's going to be integrated and know what's going on. And I think this this buys time for the organization to make sure they're doing the right thing. I heard this the other day. I forget who said it. But the last thing you want to do if you're Michael Andlauer and Steve Stales is bring in, if you are going to make a coaching change, is be hasty and bring in the wrong person because you don't want to you don't want to put a coach in here right now if you're going to make a change and all of a sudden change again in the summer yeah like it's just a band-aid solution you don't want a band-aid solution for this group um so this is a this is a nice little hybrid thing to try right now and let's see how things go and then i do and people might not want to hear this but remember steos and adlauer have been here since september you got to, if you're making a major decision like this, you got to make sure you do it right. And that's, that's, that's why I think this is a really good move. Uh, so a couple of things. One is just uh, with him coming in, does any one of them, I'm looking at you, Jack, or perhaps DJ, feel little pressure that's to perform? That's where I was going to go next. I was wondering what their reactions were. Um, in See, this is what this reminds me, Bob, before you start. Yeah. Do you remember when uh, Pierre Maguire was hired and it was, uh, I think it was Eugene Melling said, yep, we went after him, we brought him in, whatever. And then all of a sudden it was Pierre Dorian going, no, no, we had spoken for a long time and we agreed that he would be a good fit for this organization. When in fact, it wasn't true. I just felt the same with this a bit. Like Steve Steos and DJ Smith were both saying, oh, no, we've discussed this for a while. We both agree this would be really, really good. And I'm like, if I'm DJ, I'm like, 
I don't yeah. want somebody else. But that being said, if he felt secure enough to go, I really like having another voice around, that's different. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think you're going to say when the owner says he's going to do? Yeah, I like that idea. I'm oh. all for it. I see what you're saying there, and Lauer. Okay, yeah, bring them in. <laughs> yeah, um, they're all walking. Yeah, they're they're all walking a little clenched right now. <laughs> so let's be honest. But uh, look, is- if they were in the if they were playing better and they were doing the things that we've been talking about for four years that they were fixing, we wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation. No, I couldn't agree more. Um, before you even went here, that's that's where my next topic of conversation was going to be. What <laughs> what are those guys thinking right now? They're not. Listen, you, they're not in a position where they can really change much right now. As as a staff, you yeah. can implement, but you can't overwrite at this time of year. Big time changes, unless the entire staff goes, then you have to bring somebody in that can do that. That's not what they're doing. These guys know that. I think that they feel like they have a little bit of security right now, um, and I and that nothing's going to be in, imminent. And I I do yeah. believe that. So I, I I think they're probably saying what they're saying, knowing there's a grain of truth to it, and that's it. <laughs> not, thing, but not completely 100% truthfully either, right? Yeah. The thing the, the thing that fixes everything is winning. You got to, yeah. and and the best the the best thing for for this group of coaches right now is you got a ton of games coming up right now. You want to feel a little more secure with your job. You got to win hockey games. It's simple as that. This is a results oriented business. And everybody's seen the graphics of the coaches that have lasted the longest in the last little tenure here. We've seen all the things with uh, whatever, all, all the records of the coaches and what they have right now. And then DJ's record, it's it's not even close. So, and, and listen, I'm the first one to say this. I discount the first couple of years here with Ottawa, probably the first three, because the way ownership was doing things here, they weren't, they weren't putting... I'll steal Michael Adlauer's uh, line here. They weren't putting people in in a, in a place to have success. You yeah. weren't given. You didn't have well, the hockey. There were no resources. Like basically, you're they're running a minor an, an AHL franchise with an NHL sticker on it. So I I I, I do give the, the staff that benefit of the doubt. But hey, that the pressure was on early this year. They didn't come out. Whatever injuries, all that stuff. But winning will solve everything. But to answer your question. The guy who has to be probably thinking about it the most is Jack Capuano because Jock is not far removed from being a D coach in the league and a very good one, a very good one. And if you look at what DJ's strengths as a coach are, motivating, getting guys to work hard, getting guys to buy in, uh, managing personalities. So for all the shit DJ's got, he does have some nice qualities that really transcend well and then you add in a guy like Jacques Martin it's not a bad little combo so I would be a little bit nervous if I listen no coaches like to be told what to do when I owned a junior team I had a coach to coach for me I came down between periods once and I said let maybe try this try this this is junior hockey and the guy and the guy didn't even want to listen to me so like imagine at the NHL level when guys are making millions of dollars he nobody wants somebody telling them what to do. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody wants somebody, but no, but this is the situation we're here. See, and this, this is where if I'm Capuano, um, Capuano, excuse me. And I know that I'm possibly on the outs and somebody comes down to try to tell me to do something differently. 
Well, it's going to be an emphatic no, because if I'm going out and I'm losing, I'm going to do it the way that I wanted to do it. Right. Like that's, that's, yeah. you, you can be open to change. You can, but you can be resistant to change if your job's on the line. Right. And yeah. that's kind of where he, he's in a tough spot, but yeah. That being said, we might be completely off and they might just be, this is the thing, like when people say we want Alfie behind the bench for the offensive side, I'm like, you don't want Alfie in a position to ever get fired. Yeah, exactly. You, you can't and, and, also, and also too, like to your point there, Bob, if I'm, if I'm Jacques coming in, like being a senior advisor for a hockey team is, is a pretty nice title. Um, and it's pretty, you know, it's, it's. Don't have to be pressure. on the ice. Well, well, Jacques 71 years old right now. He's 71. Not that that's super old, but like I said this the other day, coaching in the NHL is a huge, huge commitment. Not, not just on your time, but it's very taxing. The, the winning and the losing, it takes a lot out of you. Um, sure, these guys get paid a lot of money, but it, it is a very stressful job. And I don't know, maybe at this point, I don't know if he wants that at this point in his life. I don't know for sure, but it's it's just... Well, when you're in, when you're in, you're all in, and it takes a lot out of you. So, but then again, some guys miss it. They crave it. They need it. They love it. Maybe he does want back in. Time will tell. Time will tell. Wins and losses will tell, and we'll see what happens. All I can say is this month is huge for the Ottawa okay. Senators. But it's just hold, just so we're clear, Jacques Martin said he wants back into hockey. So mm -hmm. what he want, whether he wants to be traveling all the time as an assistant coach or a head coach, I don't know. But yeah. he's he seems all in. So yeah. whatever that role might be, I think he's and hey, let him decide at seventy one if he wants yeah. to be involved full time. Like we're all here. Wow, he's seventy. He's not dead. Jesus, I, that's um, what I said. I, yeah, listen, hey, listen, and, so, and then again, like, Bob, Bob, like one more thing, like in saying how tough it is, it is a pretty nice life too. Like you're cruising around in private jets. It's nice. Ritz Carlton hotels. Yeah, it does. Like it makes you. It invigorates you when you yes. when you've got skin you in the game. It. it, it you do miss it, one hundred percent. Like he's he's a hockey lifer. Yeah, some like, guys just want to be around it all. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. nothing. How old? Uh, how old Bob is this? Is the coach of the Seattle uh, Seahawks? Like he's Pete Carroll. Pete's in his mid seventies, isn't he? Just hammering the I, gun I, every game. I think Pete's <laughs> younger than you think. I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, like, I don't think he's that. I don't think he's up there that high. I tell you, guys, all he's all he takes great care of himself, though, because he's 72. Yeah. There's no 72. way girl, 72. 72. I, I knew it. Wow. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't see that coming at all. I was going to guess late 60s at the most. 72. I, I, I was thinking mid 60s. Wow. Listen, the kid, couple, move on. <laughs> I, I think Jacques looks great. I think he's invigorated. I think he's ready to go. Uh, so you want you Jacques? You're, you're saying Jacques? Jacques getting on the bench, right? What's your I, so here's okay? Just so we're clear, I need to understand something. I, all throughout minor hockey, if you will, uh, the coach runs everything. Yes, you don't go all of a sudden to the NHL and go. Well, he's not a good D coach or he's not a good offensive coach. He should know the game. That's why he's the head coach. This whole thing, I'm just a little bit confused of him not being sufficient enough in all areas to correct whatever the issue is. Have assistants, but have them where they work your system. Am I wrong here? I don't get this. We all talk about DJ like that he can't understand the game. 
<laughs> well, he's a good motivator, so that's why he's a head coach. That doesn't make sense to me. It makes no sense. Every single coach in the NHL understands the game. Like people that think, oh my God, it's 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 laughable. Certain coaches have different strengths and different things they're good at, but every single coach in the NHL understands the game. Like <laughs> I Yeah, I mean why. I haven't played for any that were completely so, lost. <laughs> but that's okay. just me. <laughs> so then my point would be that this isn't a Jack Campuano issue. This is straight up the head coach issue then. The head coach has to be the one that's in charge of all areas and aspects. And that no. assistant coach should be the one carrying out what it is he wants him to do. That's why he's the head coach. Bob, you go ahead. I'll, I'll, I, I'll talk I, in a sec. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I come in on that. I, I do believe... I'm in agreement that the assistant coach is there to implement your systems, right? You have the, as a coach, you have the overall that it's yours. Yeah. This is what we're it's doing here. Thing. This is what we're doing there. This is what we're implementing. This is what we're running. I, I, I do agree, but I, I do think that when you're dealing with three different personalities behind the bench, there is going to be subtle little things that sometimes get left out in translation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Not a ton, especially when you've been together this long as a coaching staff with your group of guys. Like, yes, there should be, there, they should look a lot more structured defensively than they do. So the Yorkie, I really hope you have a better answer for this because I'm trying to think. <laughs> I do. Like, fuck, I, pardon my language. It's a good uh, answer. Like fa- good answer. Good answer. Like family feud here. Good answer, Bob. Good answer. Yeah, everybody, everybody, everybody <laughs> time for me. I just don't know. There's yeah, I don't know. Yorkie, take this one. So I'll tell you because you know what? I, about it, I never knew what the hell was going on in our blue from our blue. I like it. <laughs> I, I, well, so here, here 
the defensemen live on a different planet than the forwards. The, oh, yeah. the six, the 6D during a game, we're together as a group. Usually we sit beside each other in the dressing room. It's a tight group back there. And one rule of thumb for defensemen is we're taught never trust a forward. You can never trust a forward because they will hang you out to dry. That's why guys <laughs> like Stoner and guys like that are so such great players is because it's Bob will tell you this. It's so hard to play a 200 foot game in the NHL. It's it's yeah. so tough. It's so taxing on your body because you just there's so many things you have to worry about on the ice if you're a forward that's playing that that style of hockey. So as a defenseman, you have a special relationship with your D coach. At least I always did. And they show you little things. You talk to them, and yeah, the head coach runs the bench. He runs things, but he doesn't run the D. And anybody that's ever coached before knows this. There is so much shit going on during a hockey game. You're looking at the ref. You're looking at your forwards. You got a penalty kill. You got a power play. The every team I've been on, the D coach has full reign to change the D. So the D coach is deciding who goes on. You're gonna have a plan before the game. Talk about certain situations. I want this is my power play. This is my penalty kill. But the D coach has a lot of reign on the bench. Uh, those are his six guys. He'll de deploy them in certain situations. He'll talk to them when they come off the ice, especially young D. So to me, your D coach after the head coach is the most important guy on the bench. Because if your D, if your D fuck up, it's usually in the back of the net. And that's why I think it's the D coach is such an important role. If you look at good teams in the NHL, they usually have a really good D coach. So I'm not so hear me out. That's I'm not disagreeing about the playing whoever you want when you want in game. I'm just talking overall systems. Yeah. So like when you're in but, your meetings in your office and you're all going over your game plan, just to me, the head coach would be like, This is what I want to see. Now you consult so, with him, obviously, because you brought him in because he's a better defensive mind, but I just thought the head coach should be in charge of all aspects until so, game time, and then you let your assistants take care. So I'm going to tell somebody something here. When you're a D in front of the net, and one of the one of the ailing problems with the Ottawa Senators is net front coverage, when the box out, when not the box out, when the take sticks. That's not a system thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's a that's a that's a in-game decision where your defenseman has to make the proper read. Having the puck and turning it over to the other team is not a systems thing. That is again making the right decision when you have the puck. A good defenseman or a good D coach can't get out there and play the game for the D, but he can help he can help talk to him. He can tell him something when it needs to be said. He could pat him on the back when it needs to be a pat. He just has a good feel for the game. That's why like I'll tell you, I'll tell you one of the best D coaches in the game right now is John Gruden. I've said this guy's name. I said his name a ton. Yep. He's now the played head coach. Paid for Jacques. Uh, was also the head coach for Michael and Lauer for the uh, for for Hamilton the OHL when they went to their first Memorial Cup. Was also the D coach in Boston when they broke the record for last season when they had that tremendous tremendous year. And Is that when you, they won the Stanley Cup. Oh no. Didn't. didn't win the Stanley Cup, but their goalies <laughs> were shit in the first round. But anyhow, guys like that, guys like that, make a, guys like that. I, I'm a firm believer. A good D coach is is going to be responsible for a few extra wins every single year for your hockey team. He just is. He's that important. And I'm not saying Jack Capion is a bad. I've never had him as a coach. I've, I, I don't know what he's like. Uh, all I can say is 
something's up because they continually make a lot of poor decisions in their own zone. Yes. And no, and year after year, we're not talking like it for 10 games. Um, anyway, we got to move on. I, just one thing yeah. about this whole, uh, this should, well, I actually it won't. I thought it, this might settle down the, we need to make a coaching change. We need to do all this yeah. because as Michael Andlauer continues to say, and Steve Steos, we're not making a change right now. We're going to work it. this thing through. We're going to figure it all out. Listen, I don't think they make the change till the GM's hired. I, I just, I can't imagine a head coach wants to sign, sign a long-term deal and not know who his GM is. So yeah. until all that, let's continue to believe that they are under, like we just saw it, another strong move. This, this organization has added solid people in the short period of time. So I, th I continue to believe that they have a path ahead. It just takes a little more time than we may want to be patient for that. I can appreciate, but I think we just got to give them the leeway until they prove otherwise. And I understand the DJ frustration perhaps, but I don't think this is going to change. So let's just wait this out and see what happens. Am I wrong? No, that's all you can do. And I like what Andlaura said the other day. I'm not making a change. To, I'm being very patient. Um, yep. I forget the direct quote that I read from his um, from his fan well, base. He, he said he he understands that fans are at wit's end because they've been sold a bill of goods starting from last year, right? Before, yep. So a year and a yep. half now, we're a playoff team. We're this and we're that. He I I think he has a good understanding of that. But he's but we had a well that was somebody wrote that we had we had a owner that made off the cuff stupid decisions and now we have one that comes in and is patient and taking his time and we want the owner that makes off the cuff stupid decisions back <laughs> because, so you have to wait there's like you wait it out he didn't inherit yeah. it all the problems yeah. he inherited what he bought and what's in front of him and as a business person and a player that's looking or player owner that's looking out for the long-term interest of the team he's doing everything slowly and correctly so you gotta you gotta kind of let him see it through on his own terms uh, by the way, Yorkie, I don't know if you caught all of Jacques Presser, but for me, yeah, I watched, listening yeah, I watched. to him was exactly the same as it was like in a time machine 20 years ago. It was the same <laughs> way he spoke, the same inflections. Uh, no doubt they're a good hockey team. We're going to have to work really hard this time. Like uh, I, I loved it. I, it felt like being at home. I, I just appreciated it. So anyway, I'll give you a. I'll give you some Jacques, I'll give you some quick Jacquesisms here. I call them Jacquesisms. If we were playing poorly for a while, he'd come in and we'd always get the shame. He'd give us the shame speech. People play people play good money to see you guys play. You're letting the fans down. They come, they pay money to watch you guys. You gotta be better. And he'd just make you feel bad. And you know, he's right. <laughs> and the other one, he's like, you cannot control the results. There's, there's a process. You stick to the process. If you stick to the process, the results will take care of themselves. Jacquesisms, one and two. There's so many of them. But so uh, yeah, yeah. And end of the day, he's he's there. He's going to watch. He's not coming on the bench. He's he's going to talk to the coaches. He's a he's a senior consultant for the hockey for the for the team. Um, and let's see where this goes for the next little while. Yeah, agreed. Uh, no doubt. As we like to say with Jacques, no is one of his fair, one of his uh, Jacques impressions. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, Gavin, now a word from our sponsor. Yeah. All right, gang, listen up. It's time to learn the pro pose. Coach, bend and snap. 
beautiful form. Nice arm extension. Facial expression, I could use some work. All right, let's see it. The pro pose. What's that guy doing? I think that's the bend and snap. That's a whole different deal. Mm. Charm, home of the pro pose. Oh! <laughs>
what else do you want to say about it? it was a, hey, hell of a win. Um, yeah. It's the best team in the league. <laughs> Rangers look like they went to Fratelli's and ate too much chicken parm the night before. They were a little slow, oh. but um, I, I don't. You don't critique. You don't critique a win. I think the guys that needed to step up stepped up. I thought Batherson was really good. I, I, he's good a lot of nights, and he's he's. I don't know why he's the scapegoat making four point eight or whatever it is, but we seem to. The fan base seems to get on him a little more than anybody else. Maybe it's the plus minus stat that he just, I mean, he, he, he makes birdies, but at the same time, um, he does so many good things. So I thought, I thought he got a little, um, I thought, I thought he got a little leeway there with that game. But to me, the story was Brady, Brady just can't score one. Like he just, he has to find no. a way to get that second, which is incredible. Uh, Brady Kachuk now with two, yeah. uh, sorry, six multi-goal games this season. Um, yeah. He, I, I don't know, uh, going into last night was tied for the league lead with six, but also um, he's moving up. Like, I think he's got 20 some now, two goal games. Uh, unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think he's in the top 10 already. Like that guy just shows up to play every night. I think yeah. it's the Rangers that bring out the best in him. He loves yeah. that battle yeah. on a nightly basis. I did, I get, did I get credit for my win for the Rangers game? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I think uh, there was a, your camera broke at that point. I didn't hear you. I thought you said sense. No, I said Rangers. You I tried. Said, you tried. Yeah, you did I, say the Rangers. Um, as yeah. soon as we found out Chabby was hurt. So yeah, yeah, but that way I couldn't change it then. But any, uh, I, to Bob's point, I really like how Batherson's playing, and uh, I, I, this is my thing with Batherson. I like guys that make players around them better. And when Batherson has, like, he can shoot it and he can score. I just love how he thinks the game offensively. Like, that little chip he made up the boards for Tarasenko's oh, yep. first goal, which, by the way, what a shot by Tarasenko. Oh, his release. Drake Batherson makes little plays inside the neutral zone that will spring guys open for breaks, and they won't have to break stride. That that I Little chips like that, that was like a nice little Jacques Martin chip that he loves to see. A little chip off the boards, let the guy skate into it. But it's just so smart, but it's such a subtle play. But not a lot of guys can do those things because on TV it looks easy, but I can tell you, and Bob can say the same thing, things are happening so fast out there. To have the wherewithal to think about, I'm going to put that puck in a place uh, so we can skate onto it. It's just I love little plays like that. I thought he was tremendous in that game, and it's nice to see, yeah, like to Bob, what Bob said, Tarasenko's getting the chance to play with some good players. Hey, anybody that – and the nice thing too, it wasn't all Timmy because usually it's ah, he's playing with Timmy Stutzla, so yeah. of course he's he's of course he's going to get points. Well, you know, it, it was nice to see some other guys step up, and that chemistry between Tarasenko and Batherson was really nice. Yeah, it was nice to watch that. Um, but that second period, off the back, yeah, yeah. Can we just that second period was so entertaining to watch, regardless of whether or not you care about defensive hockey. I just mm -hmm. like watching. It. If the Sens played that way every game, I would go watch regardless yeah. of the result. Uh, so <laughs> the coach, the coach wouldn't survive. But yeah, I do yeah, like. Yeah. I, I just, just uh, entertainment <laughs> value alone was outstanding. Yeah, yeah. but that uh, we're not we're not trying to sell entertainment value anymore. <laughs> but yes, like I mean, I couldn't agree more. It was, yeah, it was a hell of a period, and they needed that win. They needed to know that they could yep. beat the best team in the league. I hope it's a. I hope it's a. What do you call it? A springboard or you, you launching you hope it's pad? Something. Yes. You hope it's anything for that matter, which brings us to our lock of the day. Cause I'm rolling with my boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, 
All right, we can do that. Uh, Lock of the day brought to you by Botano. Go to Botano.ca, download the app. The sends it's the Battle of Ontario, which I hate calling it the Battle of Ontario because yeah. there is no rivalry at the moment. Not like Yorkie days. This is just these are maybe two fan bases that like to talk trash to one another, but on the ice, it just doesn't appear there's much of anything. Um, I will let Bob since he's excited to make his pick. He can go first all he wants. Thank you. Uh, I've been sitting this on this is an important one for me this because I'm if I lose and you win, we're tied. We're tied, and I've been. Um... I've been sitting on this. I was thinking about this all night and I'm pumped. I'm going to, so for our fans, I, I haven't been able to be as dedicated to being live on the Twitter, but tonight I will be tonight. I got the full night oh. off. I got oh. the full night off. I'm ready to go. Um, got the, the uh, TV and the internet both work at the house now. So I'm, I'm going to be dialed in for the battle of Ontario. That means nothing uh, in terms of words, <laughs> but I am taking the sense. I am back on the bandwagon after that win. I think that that is a springboard launch pad, whatever we want to call it. That's a big win. Boys are firing today. Um, probably a crisp little morning skate going on in about uh, half 45 minutes, whatever. Um, they're ready. Hmm. They're ready. It's going to be a big December. That road trip's going to be the big part of it, but they got a chance to do some good things before then. I think they do. They do. I'm going I'm, last. Okay. What? I'm going last. You want? You're going home. Oh, well, you know what? Fine. You're 10 and 8. <laughs> I should be 11 and 7 because I took the Rangers last game. I feel like we'd all, we'd no, all be I updated it. this year. Yeah. Yorkie, I, you were 9 and 8. Have I been this bad on my picks this year? Yes. Yeah. I yes. Yeah. Um, I, need, I should fire me. So the concern <laughs> I have is that Ottawa is going to try and win three in a row for just the second time this season. They have. I can tell no shabby in the lineup. I think, by the way, I think that shabby injury a lot worse than perhaps we know it is because they don't have updates and they're like, Hmm, we'll hopefully have another, another look at it again and get you enough to, I, that one concerns me as you two are players and understand talk like that. Yeah. Um, Matthews loves to play against the, the senators. Now the only issue, the, uh, the last five for the last five, I think, for the Sens, or sorry, for the Leafs, have gone to overtime or a shootout. There, I don't think they're playing as great right now as as they think they are. Do I do? Uh... All right, grow a pair. Grow a pair. I'm on board with the Jacques momentum. There you go. <laughs> Give me the Sens. <laughs> Jacques. Is Jacques got pulling all the right strings from the press box? He's like the puppet master up there. Is that what you're yes. saying? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The boys will be riding bikes post-game doing their interviews now. Oh, goodness. Uh, yeah, I like how Ottawa's playing right now. Two good games in a row. Um, the uh, They're doing a lot of the right things. I, I thought their D played really well. And most importantly, guys, let's good, good goaltending the last couple of games. Yeah. Forsberg's been really good so far. Yes, because... He, he's, he, he'll be back in the net. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Has to be. You have what to. are you going to say, Wally? The only, like, they gave, they still give up a ton of scoring chances, and they are playing the, the Leafs, who are, like, mm-hmm. top five in the NHL in scoring. That's the yeah. only concern I have here. They arguably have the best goal scorer in the game. I, I just, that worries me that they continue to give up these odd man rushes and try to outscore the other team. Really, he's trying, he's trying to talk me into changing my pick right now because I'm... <laughs> 
I'm gullible <laughs> in the mornings here. Yeah, he's easy. <laughs> take advantage of Bob in the morning. Awake for six minutes before the show started. I'll I'll, <laughs> take, I'll hear anything and take them. So. Oh, don't God. do that. I'm still taking. You know what? Uh, Make your pick, Yorkie, and then I'm going to see if there's going to be a flip on my end. <laughs> you can't. You can't I, that's why I'm picking he last. Can flip. You can't. He can, you have up until game time. If you make it on Twitter, yeah. we will allow you to change your pick. I like you're how far is... you're gonna make me change in public on, on Twitter. <laughs> it has to be public. Yeah, it yeah, has yeah. to be a receipt. The uh the uh salty wally poll is it's trending right now on Twitter, by the way. People get your yeah. votes in is... on which crusty character best this is an HR violation. Best embodies <laughs> Wally on his 50th birthday. I can't believe you're 50. I thought you were at least 65. <laughs> What are you doing tonight? You, what, you got special plans? You got to be doing something for your 50th. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Uh, my, so, uh, my daughter's taking me out for dinner. Nice. Your daughter's taking you. So, uh, Lisa's covering the sense in Leafs game because I told oh, her to. Yeah. And uh, so, my daughter's taking me out for dinner. Uh, special night out for dinner and then uh, little Vino with uh, the missus. Oh, tonight. yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Just, no, no, just by maybe, myself. Uh, that's, maybe that's push, how I do it. Maybe push the single beds together tonight, maybe. Oh, uh, Yorkie, <laughs> settle down. Settle. I'm how 50. Much, uh, settle down. I, <laughs> HR is going to get I didn't even know we had an HR department. I, Gavin and Jack walked <laughs> back there. Yeah. The HR department's <laughs> on line one right now. It's line one? How many, uh, yeah, I know you're going to Montana's with all those gift cards you hoarded last year. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that right now. Uh, we'll be going to Wendy's actually. Try the all new French dips and chicken strips. Love it. I love a good uh, Wendy's chili. Listen, uh, we st I still got to get to. So I want to talk about one other player we haven't spoken about yet. I got to put um, my pick in still, for God's sake. Oh, I'm taking make Ottawa it already. I'm taking Ottawa after all of that. Well, it's your birthday. Come on, we're gonna make a big deal here. Okay, can you put our board <laughs> up? If you guys are both taking, can you put the board up with the lock of the day real quick? <laughs> Bob, it's almost an hour here. You're almost out of gas. Yeah, I know. I got a TSN hit after this too, so I gotta, I gotta go get a second B vitamin in me. I have to. If we're gambling here, am I gonna get absolutely lampooned if I take my switch or uh, make my switch now? Take my pick. Oh, I hope people do. I hope people just crush you, but uh, it is allowed. Again. I am gambling. I am not. I'm not going off the art here. I am. Gambling. By the way, please play responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is. Uh, no, know your yeah. limits, Bob. Know your limits. I'll take the Toronto Maple Leafs for the W. Oh, boo! Oh, Everybody, boo! God. Just got I want to win. I'm just trying to win money. I'm gonna switch to the Leafs. <laughs> if you want to separate from Yorkie, we can go together. But um, I'm just. I want to be in first place. I want to have as many W's as, as you do on the board. So I will take the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I don't like the pick. I think the I think the Sens are going to win the game. <laughs> this is uh, this is the classic. I knew they'd win. I knew it. Yeah. I want it on air. I want it on air. <laughs> uh, Bobby uh, Eric says, uh, Bobby, why do you hate us? Um, Did you not Bobby. hear anything I just said? <laughs> I was making a pick, Eric. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, guys, we got to get to, we have a new sponsor alert, uh, golf clap, please. Where's the golf? Just give me a golf clap. I'm holding my microphone. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, battlegrounds. It's by the way, ax throwing. Who doesn't like a little bit of ax throwing? Uh, so it's safe. 
it's fun. It's a great for a party event, uh, something like to do, especially with the holidays coming up. Lots of great uh, times to get together. It requires no practice at all. So Yorkie, you could do it. Uh, come to Battlegrounds Axe Throwing Facility and the coaches will show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. Uh, fun for the family as well. Kids 12 and up can uh, can learn. They just need a guardian if they're there. Uh, book your holiday party now and snag exclusive Boxing Day and break week rates. Find a location to book your event and go to battlegrounds.com, B-A-T-L grounds.com. They're located in Ottawa, 2516 Lancaster Road, which is near the uh, Science and Tech Museum. It's really fun. It's a great night out. Also, Bob, just so you know, there is a Battlegrounds in Nashville. So I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, it's a really fun time to get out. Um, it's it's super safe for the most. Uh, like people don't need to worry about throwing uh, and getting hurt throwing axes. I just think it's a fun time. So anyway, welcome to Battlegrounds. Uh, and finally, DoorDash. Uh, there's like 17 days left until Christmas. So uh, guys, get on it. Well, actually, I guess you guys have 16 days left to get everything taken care of. Make gift shopping fun again with DoorDash. Shop for everyone on your list with uh, items like gift cards, uh, well, candles, all that stuff, flowers. Uh, everything you need to order, just give them a call at the last minute. Finding that perfect gift has never been easier with DoorDash, with restaurants, groceries, pharmacies, bakeries, flower shops, everything, basically. Uh, use DoorDash to make the holiday special. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want from where you want. Uh, Double Dash on DoorDash. You can order, order from multiple restaurants and stores on the same delivery with uh, no additional fee. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25. That's 25% off a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app in the App Store, enter code NATION25. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Guys, our hot performer is Claude Giroux. I know he's been it before, but all this guy does is just lead and put up points. I thought against the Rangers, he was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, he just needs one more point to tie Brian Bellows for 89th all-time in NHL scoring. Uh, just for perspective, over 7,000 players have played in the National Hockey League. So to be in the top 100 in scoring is phenomenal. And I think he's going to end up even uh, he end up easily in the 70s by the time he's yeah. done, how, many, how much longer he plays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. he just like he's just such a cerebral player, eh? Like the yeah. Yorkie, the way he makes decisions and the way, and you've said processor. And I think that's accurate, but he's just always, always knows where the puck's going before it gets to him. Always has an idea of how to attack. And that's part of that's being in the league so long. You, you understand the, the, the pressure points on each team and where mm -hmm. to attack and guys. And, um, he just I don't know if he does, but he seems like to me a player that takes notes and, and understands exactly who he's playing against. Mark Stone was a lot like that. Always yep. knew going back that some guys like to dead in the puck, some guys like to move it without looking. It just he does all those little things and they contribute to make and he, here's another guy that's made everybody around him better. Mm -hmm. Um Tim Stutzel is not the player he's become without a Claude Giroux around him. So um great pick. Great. He's going to continue to climb. I, I would agree somewhere in the 70s sounds about right. I don't know what the numbers look like, but um, I think he's like 60 points away from the 70s. It's Man, not it's not a he's lot. He's a 60 point player in the league. It's insane. Like, yes, he's. Um, yeah. I mean, and I don't know that drop off occurs at some point. I don't know what what that is. It's always different from every player, but he's he's got gas in the tank, man. He can still go. Could you imagine him on your third line <laughs> two years from now? He could still do it. <laughs> He could still, if he wanted to. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Close yeah. your third line. Oh, let the kids play. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, know, you know what's amazing? Because you watch the new age hockey now, right? Everyone's got a skills coach. Bob, you're on the ice with kids in Nashville. Like everyone's got a stick handle really fast and you're doing toys and you're going uh, Michigan moves behind the net. He's like, no, when he has the puck on his stick, I used to do practices like this, I call them no dust practices. No dust, yeah. Where you got to carry the puck. And you don't like so many guys waste time stick handling and doing that. You watch Giroux play, pucks there, it's passed, everything's done at the right time, and there's no wasted movements. Like yeah. it's just it, the game's supposed to be a young man's game about skating, and not, not that he's not skilled, but he just he's 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 old school. He's old school in the fact that he just does plays the game the right way, and Isn't every single true? every single important face off, it's him taking it too, which is crazy for he's a right winger right but he's what is he fourth in the nhl in faceoffs i think he's fourth so yeah he's 60 60 percent somewhere in there i just want to yeah. point out um that he loves to play against the leafs uh yeah with yeah. ottawa five games he's got four goals four assists now i and i'd like to just throw this out there bob when claude Giroux gets a point they're 37 20 and five and i think he gets a point tonight which leads to an ottawa victory mm. I, I again, I'm gambling. <laughs> you sticking with your Leafs, Bob? Your Leafs? You stick with the Leafs? Yeah, I have to. I don't want to. I have to. It's just for first place. Your Leafs. Every- I'm, I'm either I'm either down two games or I'm I'm right there with Wally. I need to take my chances when I can get them. Uh, for everybody that boos him in the chat, uh, Bobby will give you a stick if the Leafs uh, lose tonight. I- I can't, I can't commit to that. I don't have that many left. <laughs> <laughs> how's your stick? How's your stick supply? How many you got left? Oh, 40, um, probably 30, 40. They got to last me the rest of my life though. You know what? We, I was skating yesterday and one of the guys that I was skating with as an older guy, uh, played in the league a long time. I said, how long has it been since you sharpened your skates? I haven't sharpened them once since I retired. It's been two years. What? I, skate, I have not yeah. done it once. And then he said to me, he said, it's been over a year and a half for him too. Yeah. Yeah. I went, I went three years with mine because I was only coaching. <laughs> yeah. Never sharpen them once. I can, I like, but what's weird is I still have edges, but I can slide forever when I stop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. And I, I just don't know where to go. There's no hockey rinks down here. There's a private rink that I skate at. You got to yeah, drive nothing. up to some area. Yeah. No. Imagine, imagine you get a guy to sharpen your skates there. Who knows what he's going to do to him? You have no clue. That's what um, you walk in and you're like, I need a five eights. And they stare at you like, what? <laughs> like, okay, we're good. <laughs> so. Pulls out the handheld grinder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Sherwood's making a comeback, by the way. Like they've got Connor Bedard is. Yeah. The, with their sticks now. They went, they had so much, man, they were the best for my time mm-hmm. through Anaheim and early into Ottawa. They were just the really? best company to work with. They were so good. We, there was only a few of us and they, they realized they went through like four changes in ownership. My time with them there, somebody was buying them, trying to build it back and wasn't taking flight, but their, their product was so good. Their, their one piece shaft, like nobody wanted to try it. Cause it said Sherwood instead of Easton. And I absolutely right. loved, I loved it. Loved Do you wear the gloves? Do you wear the Sherwood gloves too? Oh yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, right up until they told me, they called me in one year and they were like, hey, we can still pay you your contract, but we're going to give you blacked out sticks and gloves. And I was like, I'm not doing that. I'll get assaulted. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so I switched companies and I left a lot of money on the table, but I lined up next to, I think it was Paul, St- it was Paul Stasny who was doing the, he was like, I'm taking the money. Um, <laughs> and he had all 
And I was like, I'm glad I made this decision to leave the money on the table because you look ridiculous. No names, nothing, <laughs> any of this stuff. Well, I, I will this. tell you, my son owns a Sherwood stick because your name's on it. Did I give it to him? No, no. No, okay. I, like he bought it for him to use at a, at a rink. Like, yes, gotcha. he does have a signed Bobby stick. Yes. I took it and put it in here. But um, <laughs> he, he does. He bought, because of you, a Sherwood uh stick to play with so not a baby what's the uh what's the most famous here's a trivia most famous sherwood stick ever made the 50 30 the 50 i was gonna say pmp 50 30 the coffee coffee yeah yeah you know funny thing about coffee you know some guys are so particular with their sticks and everything i remember this he used to he didn't care about his stick the trainer would tape it for him so I got to tape my stick for me. Like how many guys don't tape their sticks? Usually like in a certain way, right? He yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, he didn't, didn't care. It was like, it was like a little piece of wood for him. It's unbelievable. Tape this for me, kid. Tape it. Wow. I think I've Craig never, Anderson never that. had Brommer tape his sticks. Something like that. Yeah. There's something. Huh. I got to find out. Cause there was somebody in the auto room at the, at when you were there, that was having their sticks taped, I think by Brommer. Oh shit. Yeah. No, I can't. Not that I know of. I can't remember. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, lots of stuff left in the nerd report, but you guys just wanted to run the show today. So, uh, yeah, fans, I'm sorry you feel, you feel shorted. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back Monday. Yorkie, yeah. enjoy your vacation. Uh, we don't need to see the tan lines or anything else that you're doing. So, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have our uh, results for the Wally birthday poll uh, <laughs> next week's show. Get them live. Update those, update those for you. Okay, can't wait. Happy birthday, Wally. Thanks, Enjoy. guys. I'm going to have a good, well done steak. Yeah, uh, have a good. Close the chat. Get out of here. Close there the... we go. Happy <laughs> birthday. Good night. See you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good weekend. Bye. Coming in hot is brought to you by Botano.ca. Please hit that like button and subscribe to our channel to never miss an episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.